0: Is th- 3.30 in the afternoon. Stay tuned next for Jovlin's Bistro. Good afternoon. Happy Juneteenth Day and welcome to Covered Cover Cover Javelin's Bistro. I am your host for the next half hours and today in the Bistro, I am going to bring you stories from the crooked room I have in the studio audience with me, Jerry Johnson. Jerry Johnson is starring in this solo performance and she's being directed by Adriana Mitchell who is a director and they are here on Facebook Live yes. also as we speak hey. and, it's, and that's the good news of it so they are here the theater performance is going to be three only and it's at the burial clay theater and that's the african-american art and culture complex at 762 fulton san francisco california that's 94102 now they're going to give away tickets in about 15 minutes Mm -hmm. but you're not going to get that ticket unless you answer a question and that's the good news is happening today that you have a chance to think about a question and to answer that question and get two tickets to the show. So now, what's the show? The Crooked Room was originally inspired by Melissa Harris Perry's quote When they confront race and gender stereotypes, black women are standing in a crooked room and they have to figure out which way is up. Adriana seeks to contemplate how black And people of color, women, navigate the intersectionality of oppressions we weather while also facilitating a healing artistic process leading to a greater self-awareness. Welcome to the show.
1: Welcome. Thank you you for having
0: us. Here's my question right off the bat going to the personal. What's it like working together and how did you two come together? Mm. Well,
1: actually, it was my first year of school at the American Conservatory Theater. And we have this thing called Sky Festival that, that happens at the top of every year which happens to fall on the second part of your year so so the first the second semester of your year there's a sky festival and this is where you get to do your passion project like anything that you know they probably won't do on the main stage or you know that you probably won't be able to do for money um you can do there and so i was sitting in this class this class that brought me a lot of anxiety. And this idea came for me to do this solo show that was silent, that was about, like, this woman who had PTSD. And so as I was writing this down, allowing the muses to talk to me, but also, like, how are you about to do a silent solo show? And um, I went to Adriana, who happened to be seeking opportunity to tap into her director brain at the time. I'm
2: I'm an actor primarily. We both went to the American Conservatory Theater. And so then it was an opportunity, like, I'm looking for an opportunity to direct. And so we actually met in the kitchen and talked about what she was interested in doing.
0: What brought you to thinking about your director's brain? How did you even know you had a director's brain? And what is a director's brain to you?
2: Um, I think as an actor, you're always consuming story and you are embodying it like you don't just read something on the page, but you take it in moment by moment and experience it. So for me, I think we're in a moment where especially as a black woman, like it is just so important to be producing your own work, to be writing and directing your own work, and, and opening doors. There's women like Lena Waithe, who we hope will come to the show. Um, Issa Rae. Like, there are people out who are our peers, who are literally have directed and produced and created an avenue for themselves to now be who they are, actor, director, or whatever. So I think it was important while I was in school to engage with those other um, qualities to work on my director's brain and so for me I also was interested because of specifically what Jerry was interested in which was exploring um, her own personal trauma and healing through that in an artistic way it was also an opportunity to be like well we've we've received tools we're very privileged as black women in an artistic space to receive tools to heal through art so how can I um, with my knowledge as an actor with my knowledge of Jerry as a person also facilitate a process that is artistic but also healing for her so that the pre- the performance at that moment was not about who saw it and what they took away from it but it was really about what we did over the course of those yes, 2 weeks
1: yes cuz it also changed like we yeah. we didn't have any a show for we had two weeks of rehearsal, we didn't have a show until the day before people were going to come in and see it. And we were okay with that because mm-hmm. I think. With art, it is about the process. And what we learned in those two weeks was more important than what people were presenting. Right. And that was just to let people into a part of our process. And it did touch a lot of people in that moment. And so there are a lot of people that are excited that this is coming back and definitely in a new way than we did it originally. But it, it was it was about. Though, like being in a room and having all of these books of all of these writers and yes. contemplating what it means to heal, how some people have the privilege to heal and some people don't. Like, I can't go back home and, and tell people, this is these are the tools that, that, that I have. Here, use them. They don't have access to food like we have in California. I'm from North Philly. They don't have access to 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 free therapy sessions or, or counseling or anything like that, or even the wherewithal, because people in underprivileged and underserved communities are so so steeped in survival mode. Because mm-hmm. it's essential that that to even think about finding a quiet place to meditate mm-hmm. is something that's almost otherworldly like I can't even find a place to put the plate when I make dinner let alone to find a quiet place to to meditate that's different
0: and so what brought you to even the thought that you wanted to heal because it is the Bay Area. Is it, is it the process of school? Well,
1: it it definitely is the process of school that. So, so this has been a quest that I had since undergrad. And so, undergrad, the the healing was more intellectual, right? I was like, I want to understand my mother, and I want to understand generational trauma. So, I'm going to study African American studies, specifically Black women and the history of black women in america and why we do the things that we do the things that we call culture that are actually quite violent
0: like what's an example of that
1: like like um when people like like beating your kids right so oh, this is black culture or like um When, you know, the don't ask, don't tell kind of part of the culture, like you don't say what what happens in the house or like the closed mouths don't get fed. There's all these things that are intertwined into Mm -hmm. like how we or like... um, you know the, the 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 content of music sometimes can be seen as as, as black Aggressive. culture how we Absolutely. how we sexualize black women can right, be seen right. as black culture and it's like no that's just violent mm-hmm. how we play the idea of play what it means to play what we watch what we eat black culture is chitlins and pick feet and all of these other things when mm-hmm. no that was that was survival food during slavery time and so it's okay for people that that eat it and it, and it's told, you know but but what now does the food have in it and how is the constant con- consuming of the food knowing that now we have access to other food continuing to penetrate the community so
0: it sounds like a part of your healing is that you wanted to take survival patterns and break the patterns, mm. yes. Yes, this and man, stand them. inside yes. of the space mm-hmm. between the patterns yes. to make other choices. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. You you bring up one of the patterns is the whooping beating of children, mm-hmm. which is a global thing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So it's not just black people that oh. that whoop beat their children. Mm-hmm. This is a global thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we treat children. I mean, it's, it was. It's, it was atrocious in many communities how they would beat children in different communities of people and put them to work. But it took on another layer with black people in that it was then given as a "you need to do this to keep them safe." Yes, yes. so it was that contradiction. Yes. contradiction. Right, right, that right. contradiction did yes. not give the option for a black parent to necessarily yes. say, "I wouldn't want to
1: do this." Right. But again, it's a survival pattern. Right, right, and right. It's because on the plantation, if if your kid doesn't know that they can't touch this plate or eat this. Food or play with this fabric. They
0: won't be they, eating at night. They're yeah. not never eating at night. Don't touch that plate. You may not be eating another meal. Mm-hmm. And that's a brutal thing, a brutal thing okay. to have to give. So you decide, okay, you're going to do this piece. You mentioned silence. Mm-hmm. What's the silence about? So in,
1: in that moment, there was so much internal craziness happening with me that 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 there was something in me that needed to get silent. Mm. And so um I, we 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 discovered throughout the process that th- this silence was a ritual that it was uh, um that she was going to be um what is this word that I'm looking for. And we say she, she's the, fasting. The, Which so is, when you we say
0: she this is the character. The character. Yeah. the character. Okay.
2: So something I wanted to mention was we talked about food and healing and also that Jerry and I's personal connection in the work, and also as people, is that we both were seeking um, a spiritual fast and cleansing through food. So we both ended up separately making a decision mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. to fast. We chose different things, but we end up doing a similar. Like we just ate like fruits and vegetables during the during the entire artistic process the first time. Right. And so then we, it gave us this idea of what if. She deals with her trauma through fasting, mm-hmm. and fasting from speech, fasting from from food, and literally, like the original set, there were jars of water, um, all over the set in the crooked room, and everything in the space is crooked. And so she works to kind of cleanse and purge and straighten her space over the mm-hmm. course of the piece, um, which a, a huge element of that still exists in the crooked room today. But I think there is something about about healing through purging and healing through fasting and healing through um, silence and how can we dramatize silence we put a lot of soundscape together which is what we will rely on in this show there's a lot of sounds that i think will help mark and help the audience understand what she's experiencing because then you know when you do a one-woman show you only have that person to experience the story through so we did a lot of projections of images from slavery, from lynchings, from Sandra Bland, from all of the things that could potentially be triggers for trauma. And now we're reassessing and being like, it may not be appropriate or may not be the way we want to explore right. to reinvest in triggers
1: in our space, but know that they exist. Right. And recognizing too that in this rendition, because of, because of where we are, Mm -hmm. in our process in life as individuals as artists and recognizing that like the silence was essential then Mm -hmm. for what we needed to, to do but what about the unsilencing? What about yes. the black woman that that speaks up? The black queer woman that's like telling her story. That's that's comfortable with the erotic or uncomfortable with the erotic, and still is going to do it anyway, and still is going to liberate her body anyway, and still will like dance in that complicated place to get back to her true essence, to get back in alignment, to get back to that spiritual conne- connection that's
0: inherent. So mm-hmm. how does she get? Back to that space, if she has not been given the space to be her original self, do you explore that in the piece?
1: Yeah, it's about reclaiming, and it's about so in this in this new rendition, there's there's a, an event that happens, right? And we we created these three parts, and so the first part is us experiencing a person that has been violated, but you don't know that because she's avoiding. So she wants to tell this story, and she wants to dance, and she want, because we do that all the time, because we have to survive. We have Avoidance. to get through, right. And so then this second part is like, well, when the thing gets so large, so loud, the noise is so loud that you can't avoid, you have to find that thing that's going to release it. And so we see her release it in the second part. And then in this third part, when she emerges anew, like literal, the literal rebirth, how she can begin to like articulate what these things, how these events affected her, but also how she can tell get into this place of of acceptance and and, and this higher place and 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 figuring out who she is and what she really likes, mm-hmm. which is something that we don't get it. Chan- that most people don't get a chance to. I know what I feel. I mean I like it right. uh, but
0: most people don't get a chance to do mm-hmm. and think, so this is really part of the story in this piece is about finding ways applications of ways to move forward yes mm-hmm. mm-hmm. on your own terms mm-hmm. on your own looking term, and, at heal and, and heal yourself and that you
2: may inherently yeah. know what you need because right. we see our character tr- seeking help In the traditional ways, maybe in the Western ways and like therapy ways, which are also important, but also realizing that your spirit and your body have like an inherent knowledge, a somatic intelligence of Mm -hmm. what you need. This is also very ancestral that our ancestors like will hear in the soundscape. I started thinking about this today. A quote from... Into Zaki Shange's book um, that feels very like ancestral knowledge. That's something that a black woman would know in her bones, that when she can clear her space and clear her head, she could hear that and follow it.
0: You know? Those messages. So you're listening to Jerry Johnson and Adriana Mitchell, and we're talking about the Crooked Room, three performances that's going to be on June 28th and 29th at 8 p.m. Uh, three performances only. So there's 2 p.m. and 8 p.m. on mm-hmm. Saturday. We
2: yeah. close out the National
1: Queer Arts Festival.
2: Yes. You do. We do. Yes.
0: You do. And Pride Month. Yes. you do. It's a great culmination too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you do. So is this story that's being told on stage with so many layers of, mm-hmm. uh, first to tell the story of, of sounds like pain, mm-hmm. and then moving within one's own body to get the answers, yeah. one's own mind and spirit, yes. and then creating a recipe for healing. Oh yes, yes. Recipe, for I healing. recipe for healing, recipe for healing, and then what that looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From there's a lot of folks listening right now that is absolutely engaged with healing, but mm-hmm. terrified of healing because as you said, you yes, have to, there has to be an absence of patterns. Yes. yes. It's the patterns yes. that protect us.
1: Come on. The yes. The patterns mm-hmm. that keep mm-hmm. us
0: moving from one point to another. Yes. So folks still got to pay PG&E. They got to get to work. Yes. They yes, gotta, they do. Mm-hmm. They got to do all those things. And those are patterns. And mm-hmm. the other patterns that don't help, like the food or the etc. Right. So... What would you say to folks who are like, wait a second, it's going to be one of them deep places where this woman is going to be on stage doing her thing and it's going to tear me up and... And I got to go back home. It's yeah. also joyful. It's joyful. It's a joyful play where a queer woman gets to, a queer black
1: woman gets to be herself. Yeah. You know, and I think, go ahead, Jen And it's, and it's, and, and, because <laughs> at the beginning of this, um, our our goal is to not, like, is to tell the truth, first of all. Secondly, is, is to not, we're not and trying to inflict trauma we're just like here telling the truth and, and and hopefully inspiring people to find their own journey this is just her journey and so within that you see these joyous ratchet, ratchet complicated things of this woman just like trying to exist like really fighting to exist and then the 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 relief that that she does find joy that that there is a way on the other side and I hope that people will get inspired to know that, that there is a, an, another side. But also, take your time, sis. Take your you time. In, you pay that PG&E bill and work take that job that you time. don't like to pay that PG&E bill. And, and and just start making you tease that you like in the morning. little bits
0: and pieces. And one, it day happen happen at one. Right. one day you wake up all whole and rich and vibrant and laughing yes. and smiling. <laughs> so now, the number to call to get tickets to the show is 510 848 4425 that's 510-848-4425, now, I promised you a question, yes, Jerry, what's the question you had, that you want someone to call and answer, and Mm. we can put you live on the air too, if you don't mind, that would be great, so what's the question,
1: oh, I'm curious of what what are people's individual spiritual practice like. One thing that you do that you have to do every day that f- keeps you feeling fresh or in alignment, or yeah. if you don't have that, what is something that you try to do or hope to do?
0: Hmm. And I want to add to that, there may be something you do that you're not even aware of. Right, that you—that's that, right. you, that innate understanding mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. that Adriana was talking about. There's something you do every day that you just take it as something you do every day right. that's actually ritual. been grounding you. So in the last 10 minutes of this, let's open up the phone lines that yes. somebody is going to get tickets to the show. So the number is 510-848-4425. And Erica, car engineer, is sitting there waiting. We were just talking to her. She just picked up the phone, too. She was just talking about meditating earlier, so I know she yes. is. She probably calling in herself. <laughs> <laughs> Call us, Erica because okay. yes. like, I'm gonna get that ticket. Right. <laughs> right. And so what is out of the story that's being told on stage, do you have a line that really resonates with you that you love saying, that's hard to say, that's your line, and is there a line that you hear her say that you would direct? Okay, let's take mm. this call. call while you do Fernando. think about that, Fernando. Okay. How you doing, Fernando? Uh, welcome to Javelin's Bistro.
3: Hello, how are you doing? Thanks for asking.
0: Doing good. So, what's your uh, spiritual practice, if you have one, or if you wanted to call and ask the question of my guests, Jerry Johnson and Adriana Mitchell?
3: So, one thing that I I do that I didn't do before is uh, I go back to places where I can relate, you know, even after uh, coming to the U.S. and, and, and fulfilling... Some of my dreams, I still mm. feel like I need to go back to those places where, mm-hmm. you know, I can mostly relate and, and grow and have a spiritual thinking time.
0: I love mm. that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank Good you. for you for being aware of that. And thank you for calling. Did you want to get the tickets and, as
3: well? And if I, if I may share, yes. sure, uh, this broadcast just came out of the blue and it really helped me through my day. Um, oh, a day uh, full of uh, uh, recognition and, and, and uh, mm. very dark moments but mm-hmm. I really just put everything to the end. so I just want
0: to thank you guys wow uh, thank you so blessing. much for sharing with us you know what so let's all take a breath together for you for us for you calling we appreciate you we take that breath together here we go you too <sighs> You are not alone. You not are not We are here yeah. with we you. We are here, and thank you. We heard your voice. We heard your words. They were tender. Yes. They touched our heart. And others are, are right now, while you're feeling that, is listening as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We have another caller on the air. Um, how you doing, Stock? Welcome to uh, Javelin's Bistro. Uh, thank you. Well, I, yes. I'm
3: calling. I'm just calling to sit Oh, I'm calling to find out where to get tickets for the show.
0: All right. Where can I get tickets? It looks like he's. SFBATCO.org. Say it That's again. That's SFBATCO.org.
2: If you go to the website, there's a link for you to purchase tickets, and the range is as low as 15 and then 50 if you want to donate. Um, yeah, please.
0: Come. Come. Thank, thank, you thank you for opening it up too Stacks. all right and we have a janita on the line look like folks is is really wanting to talk to y'all so janita yes. janita <laughs> this is your uh, did i say that right hi welcome hello? to job welcome to jovelin's bistro you're on the air hi oh oh, oh. Hi. Uh, hello hello, hello. Janita. hi janita how you doing we're doing good how you doing you have a uh, you want to share your spiritual practice you have a question for my guest for jerry johnson the director no no the star of the show and adriana her director
1: um well i don't know if i have a question but uh i certainly i turned on the radio
3: and i heard some uh some things that um you know brought my attention uh in terms of of trauma and um, fasting and uh, doing the work to, to be healthier mm. um, as a black
0: woman. So yes, yeah. so You want to share? Something that you well, do?
1: Well, uh, things that I do, well, I'm uh, a Yoruba priest, uh, 15, 18 years actually
3: in the Bay Area. I'm also oh, wow. uh, very much into fasting and also meditation. I have yes. a strong meditation practice. And uh, my grandmother, so my grandchildren, Provide me with a practice. Wonderful. <laughs> yes. yes. So, uh, yeah,
1: I'm very much interested
0: in trying to uh, see the show. For, yes. Uh, Are you line with? I don't think we've the, given uh, away the tickets. Life. I don't think we've given away the tickets. I'm looking at Erica. No, we haven't. Would you like two tickets to the show? I would love. Yes. That. We'd love to have Not you. Not exactly. Oprah's, you got a car, you got a car, you got a car. We're going to do one better. You got a healing, you got a healing, you got a healing. Yes. 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 So, thank you. So I'm going to, so stay on the line. Erica's going to come on and she's going to get your uh, first and last name and phone number. And either Jerry or Adriana is going to call you and leave a ticket. And we'll call. Yes. And, th- oh. and also invite. Invite all your
1: people. I just am so grateful for your call, and I really want Black and Brown folks to, in be, the, to be present. Also, the
2: Queer That's Cultural fun. Center. This is a part of their festival, and if people who show up at the door will not be turned away. Say yes. say that again. Oh. It's people who show up at the door to see the show will not be turned away. And They're, it's part of the queer. It's life. a part of the queer cultural art. Uh, the queer cultural arts. Um, festival, okay, yeah, okay. Good. So family. you have two okay, tickets, family. but if people want to join in, yes, are yes. more will than be turned away for no, no lack of
0: funds. Away. All right, wonderful. So. Thank, thank you for putting this on. Yeah, That's absolutely. Thank you. thank you for joining us this afternoon at Javelin's Bistro. Come
2: on, <laughs> Javelin's Bistro. Yes, and it's so rich. the
0: question that I had before we start getting flooded with some fantastic folks. Um, is there a line in the show mm-hmm. that you really, get, gives you an aha moment? hmm and, and is there one f- that gives you an aha moment as mm. a director that you like a lo- That line, that line. Mm.
1: There's a line for me where um, the character says, and as I sat there sitting between her legs, I saw that there was a piece of her that I mm. couldn't reach. And then I later realized that that was just a piece of me reflected in her that I wasn't able to get to at that time. And who is she speaking about? She's thinking about one of her lovers or a woman that she was involved with that she never got to
0: be her lover Okay, now that I have that, give me that line again, because now I can really, really, I think our audience could really now understand mm-hmm. that, because when you're mm-hmm. lying up with somebody and you having this dialogue in your inner world, mm-hmm. give it to us again. And as
1: I sat there between her legs, I, saw, I looked at her and saw that there was something in her that I will never be able to reach, and I later realized that that was just a piece of me reflected in her that I wasn't able to get to at that time.
0: So it was a piece of you that you right. couldn't get to. And
1: we look for we look for people to fill our holes. Yes. And we realize that we're not whole.
0: Check out Erica. I know what she's doing because we just had this conversation. We're yes, watching
1: sir. you. Yes. We, we look for people to fill those holes. And really, if I'm whole then I'm not looking for you to do anything or be anything for me. Yeah. Our relationship is extra. It's a gift. It's wonderful. It can happen right now. It doesn't have to happen. But we
0: don't need it. We want it. Yeah, there's no and, demand. It's right. It's just which is present. Yeah. And what did you find? What line in there? You know, there's so much beautiful movement in the play
2: um, that I'm struck by images. And I think that's my director's brain <laughs> um, that I see Jerry and are moving through this space and there's a moment when she found this this movement of squeezing juice through a nut milk bag and it's something that we both do so it's very special um, but we've we make our own green juice ourselves. And so she found this movement where she's straining the juice and you see how much joy it gives her to do that. So there are no words and I think sometimes moments like that, that happened multiple times in the play, you will see this this um, these movements that that
0: it transcend words. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. All right, that's it for today in Java's Bistro. That's Jerry Johnson and Adriana Mitchell. Jerry starring in it, wrote it. Adriana's using her director's brain. The Crooked Room, three performances. Where do we think online for tickets again? SFBatCo.org org
2: S-F-B-A-T-C-O dot org The Crooked Room at the ACC on Fulton Street June 28th and 29th we have three performances 2pm
1: at 2pm and at an 8pm and this Sunday we will be meeting up for a Nick a queer picnic at Lake Merritt on right. the 19th Street see y'all then bye bye Greetings. I am Bayan Bakari, and I'm a local filmmaker inviting you to join KPFA's next movie matinee for a screening of my film Equinox. The film centers around 18-year-old Malachi, who joins a rites of Passage program to learn what healthy masculinity looks like. His lessons are put to the test as his mother abuses his disabled father and he's asked to join a revolution against a local radio station. So join us on Saturday, June 22nd at 3 p.m. at the New Parkway Theater for screening of my film Equinox with a post-movie discussion led by me. For more info, visit kpfa.org or thenewparkway.com.